louder than life. The biggest rock festival in America is back with the loudest lineup ever. Foo Fighters. Green Day. Tool. Avenged Sevenfold. Godsmack. Pantera. Queens of the Stone Age. Limp Bizkit. Plus, Weezer, Megadeth, Turnstile, Rancid, Falling in Reverse, 311, Pierce the Veil, Run the Jewels, Corey Taylor, Coheated Cambria, and so many more. 100 bands over four days in Louisville, Kentucky, September 21st through the 24th. Get your passes on sale now at LouderThanLifeFestival.com. Foo Fighters, Green Day, Tool, Avenged Sevenfold, Godsmack, and more. The biggest rock festival in America. Louder Than Life. Alternative. My name is Sam, and we are here with the members of Dexter and the Moon Rocks. What's up, guys? What's up, dude? I'll go ahead and introduce everybody. I practice to get these names right, so let's see if I don't fuck it up. So we have uh, lead singer and rhythm guitarist uh, James Tuff. We have lead guitar Ryan Anderson. We have bassist the ever-so-talkative uh, Ty Anderson. And uh, drummer Fox, what's up, guys? Hello. How are you? Yeah. So um, I'm doing good. Like I was telling y'all earlier, uh, I know you guys can't see it, but if there's a clip of this, uh, I have a black eye. I know. Call the press. Uh, all two of you who watch this shit. Um, so it's not a birthmark. It didn't just appear there. Don't have to go into detail. Let's talk about the band though. Um, so. Let's get the basics out of the way, guys. If uh, one of y'all or any of y'all want to tell me how you guys all connected, because you all seem like a very different group of personalities. It'd be interesting to know how y'all met and got together. Uh, it was good. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> they, um, me and the singer graduated high school. And then me and Ty here are cousins, and we grew up together. So we've all kind of known each other and been playing music for like six years. And then we found him on Band Mix, not a sponsor. It's like Tinder for musicians. <laughs> and that was a year and a half ago. So we've been a band for a year and a half. Because that was right when they went from, fun fact for all you listeners out there, if you want to go check out James Tufts and the Southern Trouble. Okay. Um, that's what they were before they were Dexter and the Moon Rocks. And then they changed the name. And then I think very shortly after I joined. Don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. Sunday Dress is a banger. Go look it up. Sunday Dress is a good song. We'll leave it at that. Is it any different than, uh, like, is it a lot different than what you guys play now? Or is it kind of the same? so country. It was pretty bumpy. (laughs) In a bad way. Don't do it. Because y'all are from Texas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... You started kind of in the Texas country scene a little bit, or what made you, yeah. Real quick. What made you evolve into what you are now? Can we cuss? 
Yeah, you can here? fucking cuss. Okay, cool. That's yeah. great. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we were just trying to we were trying to figure did, that did out. You, did, you not, <laughs> did you not hear me the first, like, two minutes? I was just cussing to myself. I blacked out. <laughs> I was already preparing my answers. I was like, I'm ready. And so, <laughs> that's it. What was your question again? Yeah. So, so uh, how... um. You started out country, you said, right? With your uh, old, under the old name. What yeah. made you progress to what the Moon Rocks are now? Like what kind, because you guys are a lot indie sounding. It's hard to explain what you guys sound like, really. I love it, but it's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of, you know, bands or musicians, their sound is always kind of evolving. And I think ours was starting to change so much that, you know, changing the name only seemed to make sense. Yeah, I, and this is just my thought process, but we were all super into country, kind of right out of high school, and that was just all we knew, so we thought you just form a country band and you play shows. We thought it was that easy. So that was kind of the initial plan, even though we all grew up on heavier, old 90s music, similar to what we play now, And but that wasn't what we were trying to play. And I think after two years of maybe even two years, a year and a half of pretending like we were bumpkins. We were like, fuck it. We just want to play the music that we like, but it wasn't, it wasn't kind of unspoken. It just slowly kind of happened. If that made any sense. Okay. So no, that makes sense. I mean, that's what a lot of bands do. They just, it just, sometimes it's like inspiration out of nowhere, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So who are the who are the chief songwriters with you guys? Is it all a group effort or is it one person, two people? Lyrically, it's them too. Well, I would say you have some things that, yeah. but like, well, yeah, but like, yeah. I mean, it's it's a team effort. Yeah. Everybody, you know, like, it's, there's no rhythm though. I mean, yeah, or what's the rhythm? There's no, yeah. It's not like oh, this is how we sit down and like make a yeah. banger. It's like it's all almost accidental. My demons got to me a little too much this week, and then it's like, here's a song. That's like, kind of the yeah. I'll have a riff that I'll have for three years, and then we just forget about, and then James shows up with a full song written to it sometimes, or James just writes a whole song by himself, and then we build it as the band, or he has lyrics, and then we take those and add it to something we have in our back pocket, or something we come up with right then. It's just really bad at guitar. <laughs> so bad. It's bad. All the songs that are like two chords. I'm so sorry. It's not him. He's great. That's what it is. That's what works. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's all you need sometimes, right? Yeah. All you need is love. The Beatles taught us that. That's all. Yeah. Love is all you need. Um. So um. So uh, when uh couch came out, because that I, I looked at at that today, and that looked like it was over 10 million streams, if I remember right, on Spotify. As of today, yeah, officially. Oh, really? Yeah, an eight digit. So, like, when... Eight digits. So, yeah. when uh, you... Uh, st- when did you see, like, the success really hit? Like, with that song in particular? Like, what, what was the feeling that went through you guys when you're like, oh, shit, like, this is blowing up? It may be different for each of us. I mean, it blew up with the car talk, I would say, the car TikTok community. Yeah. In like January of early January of yeah. 22, of 22. But it didn't 
really register until it started kind of manifesting itself into the live shows and stuff. Once people started showing mm-hmm. up, that was great. And I still don't really know what the fuck is going on or how to process it. Anymore. It's all happening so fast. It's crazy too because it's not like because that song's pretty mellow. So you can like usually at concerts you can hear when people sing. That's not even like our loudest sung song either. So it's very weird that it's like the most streamed. Yeah. But at the shows, it's like people are screaming like autopilot and Space Invader. And yeah, if you went to one of our shows, you would not ever assume that's our most popular song. Yeah, you'd be like, why the fuck song. are they ending with this? Song? Right, like, that's yeah. so weird. I mean, people know it, but they yeah. don't lose their shit over it like you would think they would. Compared, like comparing the right, so- yeah. But then sectional happens, and everybody just freaks the fuck out. So it balances. Is uh, so you credit you credit a lot to TikTok because I know like your your guys's like content that you guys put out on TikTok is like is top tier, and I'm still honestly trying to understand half it. The wall thing, I'm not gonna lie, I don't get yet because I just started looking at it. Um, but like, please, please, please explain it. So, here's what happened. Funny enough, I'm actually going to uh, one of their weddings on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I am. They're coming down and they're getting married anyway. Um, so, expect, like, uh, a bunch of TikToks with, like, me and five other just random women in front of the wall. But, uh, basically what happened is a year, it, almost a year ago, all of these, like, tattooed women started going viral and on TikTok. And our fan base was still very country because it was still at that time we were still like y'all alternative, but we were a little more y'all and we were more Western Mm. in the Western space grunge than we were grunge. And so a lot of the, like a lot of TikToks that I was seeing were like these like blue collar guys on like rigs or in tractors and stuff, like stitching these tattooed women and being like, I'm in love with these women. And I was like, all right, well, if this is your taste in women, then you would like listening to our music. And that was the basic premise. And so I just made like it into a conspiracy theory wall. And it used to be like just three people with like yarn going from like their their faces to like our music and being like, oh my God, it's all connected. And that was the bit. And then everyone was like, oh, this is funny. But then they all started following us. And then they all started making TikToks with our songs and then like wearing our merch and doing all that stuff. And so it just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And now they just like come to shows and like, I'm going to one of their weddings and like shit like that. So it's a very, it's, it's, it's very hard to explain, but it's also very funny because we've now just created a community of essentially just like TikTok content creators that like we show off their videos. So it helps them get views and help support their pages and like their businesses and the stuff they're doing. And then they have like, you know, their business is also like doing TikToks to music. So they're helping us out by doing that. And it's kind of just because we are all friends with each other. And we've had like a few come to shows and We're, stuff. Been really awesome. So that's the whole thing with that. It's really complicated. It's the dumbest fucking thing that's ever worked ever. I will say that. <laughs> so stupid. Okay, I know that makes sense now. It's like I just I saw a bunch of pictures taped to a wall. It's like this guy's insane. But that makes a lot of sense now. Um, I'm, so do you think? Uh, great. Yeah, I'm insane. Yeah. <laughs> Is like, would you say then the? Uh, the biggest demographic of your audience is TikTokers, especially like the female TikTokers, or what? What do you think? I don't, I don't think it is. Um, I just I think when 
you looked at where we are, where we were a year and a half ago, it was, we were, you know, I was living in Abilene, which is a town of a hundred thousand people. They were living in Throckmorton and Albany. Well, they still do, but they were, um, they were living there and that's a town, you know, those are two towns of less than a thousand people. And so we didn't really have any resources and it wasn't like, oh, you know, and I was, and so it was just like, okay, let's make a TikTok and let's go out there. And then we just started making good content. And because that content's personable and people get to know us and they like us, they want to follow us and they want to support us. And so it's like real genuine people. Like when you come to, when you come to our shows, like it's people who think like when you say a pair of boots, they think combat boots or they think cowboy boots. And mm. it's both those people. It's like dudes in cowboy hats and Western shirts and girls with split dyed hair and tattoos. And it's kind of all a hodgepodge of people that get mixed together. And it's like a very weird audience that is seemingly like bonded over the idea of like sad cowboy music, love of nineties grunge and like tattoos. And that's kind of <laughs> how it's all interconnected into all of that. And yeah. So I surprisingly, actually, I think our audience is like evenly split girl to guy. So, yeah. Okay. I mean that, that that's, that makes sense because, like, if you look at the Texas, you can't even really call it Texas country anymore. It's just the Texas music scene because, like, it all just swinged to, like, a lot of it just, like, alternative rock sound and stuff. Like, got guys like uh, Austin Mead, Mitchell Ferguson I'm a big fan of. He's, like, he. I don't even know. I don't even know what to, like, explain about his stuff. Like, his, it's so unique, I think. And that's what I thought of when I heard your guys' stuff. It's just like it's very unique, and I know you guys toured together, didn't you? We're go we're going on tour on the West Coast too. Um, he's going to be on our entire West Coast tour that starts um, September thirteenth in Salt Lake City. Shameless plug. <laughs> if you want to head over to the whatever link is wherever the fuck somewhere, um, you can it's there. Um, uh, uh, no, Mitch Mitchell's an alien. Yeah, Mitchell's like. Mitchell's awesome because sometimes I get a little depressed on the road and then I watch him do his sound check and I'm like, sick, I'm fucking ready to run through a wall. His whole band is just so oh. good. They're so good. So good. Yeah. But I've I've had many I've had many run ins with Mitchell and he you're he is an alien. He's a he's an animal. Like uh one of the funniest people I've ever met too. Like yeah. he's and his voice is something that off the wall crazy good, I think too. And can't say enough good things about him. And it's really cool to see you guys both touring and continuing to tour. But uh, speaking of touring, um, as a newer band, like, because you guys blew up very quickly, um, what was it like to jump right? Like, when did, what, was, what was your biggest tour, I guess, so far? Just so we know, like, the, around the time frame that was. It, I'm basically asking, like, when you jumped into touring so quick was that a big like culture shock having to like go all these different places out of your wherever you live and everything it was kind of horrifying for me because i'm such a homebody i still am i mean i love it now but it was utter terrifying yeah i think for me it wasn't that bad because i i i for me it wasn't that bad because i played baseball so i traveled like a lot just having to be um, everyone, I played it in college, so we had to like travel and go and get used to like being in new places and stuff like that. But it's definitely, it's, it's weirder being in a place 
and then seeing all those people in that place that are showing up for you. Yeah. That's that's weird. Mm-hmm. Like being in Omaha, Nebraska, and it's like I've never been here before, and it's like, oh, there's four hundred of you, like some bitches, in this room. Like wh- that's fucking weird. And they know the song. Yeah, and they know all the songs, yeah. and they're fucking body surfing, and you know, um, jumping off the stage, and mosh- and it's like, oh, okay, this is what this is like. Um, so that's been a little weird, but I think our biggest tour was the last one. We, they just keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, the one we just got off of was yeah, probably which, the biggest one. Which was like Midwest Part 2, kind of, yeah. was in July. It ended okay. in Chicago, July 28th. Gotcha. Yeah, I think the closest y'all were to me was, uh, well, hell, weren't y'all in Louisville or Lexington, Kentucky? We were in Louisville. Yeah, we were in Louisville. Okay, yeah. It was it was it was fun. I got to go to a Louisville Bats game, which was cool. Got a sick minor league hat. So shout out minor league baseball. Yeah. Shout yeah, out. I'm uh, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in northern Kentucky, uh, right by Cincinnati. So and um, Mitchell texted me actually he says, "Dude, you got to check these guys out." And it was y'all, and I'm like, I never heard of these guys. And I listen. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it because I was I had something going on. It was short notice, but. Then I y'all went to Indy and I could have definitely gone to that one. I just didn't know about it. But but um that, that back to the tour. Yeah. Oh, at Indy the was, hi-fi, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. it got so they cut us the last so as we were doing um like, you know, how everybody nowadays like ends their set and they're like, Oh haha, we're not gonna do an encore and then they come back on and do the fucking encore and it's like, wow. Um we were right like we we're about to finish that last song. And they cut us because of lightning. And so the show stopped. Nobody got to hear She Likes Girls. The crowd was, like, chanting it. And, like, a fucking man-possessed, James walks on stage and goes, fuck that shit. We're grabbing an acoustic guitar. We're going to play it on top of our van in the parking lot. And so everybody in the venue went to our van, and then we all climbed on top of the van and then played She Likes Girls for, like, 300 people in a fucking parking lot. It was wild. It was crazy. Some movie bullshit. Yeah, video see of, that? Yeah. Video. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube on our Instagram. At the underscore Moonrocks. That's enough. That's <laughs> enough plug. Always be plugging. <laughs> Ever seen Glenberry? Glen- no, Glen- plug, plug. ABC, baby. <laughs> Always be closing. Anyways. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. See, that's the that's the type of stuff that'll keep you going. Like those kind of moments, those unrehearsed kind of things. Mm-hmm. But um, um, do you guys still is this all professional for you guys? Are you guys still like holding down day jobs and stuff? Or because I know that has to be complicated too. If that's the case, it became our jobs in June. I think. Yeah, I think we all quit our jobs in June. So, oh well, congratulations. Thank you. I never had a job, but yeah, we all was it June? June eighth, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, right before the first part of the Midwest tour, we all quit. So it's been pretty crazy since then. But we that was kind of the initial goal. We got there, and now it's kind of like, now what? I mean, what from here? You know, we got right a lot quicker than we anticipated. So. Yeah, and that's always a big step. I always like hearing about like different artists I talk to, like like quitting a job to go chase something like that. It just seems like such a huge decision to make, and it it blows my mind. I couldn't do it, but like it it just blows my mind that 
But if it works out, I mean, that's crazy. Like, you look back saying, yeah, I'd be stupid not to do that. It begins to yeah. almost... But... Yeah. Ways. You kind of have to. Mm-hmm. Like a leap of faith. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. It's been... Yeah. Yeah. I think it was easiest for me because I didn't have a job. I just dropped out of school. And I was like... So... <laughs> Peace. I'm still living with my mom. <laughs> you too can be a rock star and live with your parents. <laughs> um. Well, hell yeah. Where Where do you guys record at? Whenever you put a, uh putting together some new music. Well, for the longest time, we recorded in our bass player's closet. Yeah. His name's Ty. He couldn't be here right now. He is currently hey, skydiving. Yeah. He's right off the He couldn't be here. Yeah, he couldn't be here. He's skydiving in the Swiss Alps. Doing, yeah, yeah, Swiss Alps. He's, He's underwater welding at the moment. That's too realistic. Is it? Yeah, like uh, couch sectional, Kate McKinnon, Space Invader. Everything not named Birds and the Bees. Or I guess the EP, I forgot. And the EP. And the yeah. EP. But it's about what, six or seven ones that we just did ourselves at Ty's house. Literally off of something that looks like oh. an Amazon Alexa. Yeah, it's like a little interface, the little or the Echo or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. What, that, it's called the Spire Studio. Damn, not a, could be if they could be, to. possibly you at the underscore movie. Isotope Tope Spire Studio. That's what it was called. And it's like this big, and you just plug your guitar straight into it, and you run it off. For all of you who are listening at home and not watching the video, it's about the size of a large grapefruit. A medium grapefruit. Just in case, maybe a cantaloupe. If you want to really get into yeah, it. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> Yeah, it's probably a cantaloupe. If you're running at home. Or a honeydew. If you're whatever, you know, listening on the road. Listening on the road, two hand, 10 and 2, following all of the traffic safety laws. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're listening to our music, then no, actually, I can't, I can't say then that. Then turn this off. <laughs> They're really in trouble. So never mind. Don't do that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, uh, where did, so where'd you guys record Birds and the Bees then? Sonic Ranch in Corneo, Texas, outside of El Paso. Yeah. It was nice, awesome. nice. That place is otherworldly. Yeah. Hopefully that's where we'll do our first album. Yeah. If we get, I think we're all in agreement. If we yeah, if we, I would love to do it. album, it would be a Sonic Ranch. I solely want to do it there because it's like a residential um, uh, studio. And so we got to stay there for three days and um, they made you breakfast. Whatever you, whatever you, whatever you wanted. wanted. Yeah. It was the greatest chorizo burrito I've ever had. I ate it three times. <laughs> the it, same burrito. The same burrito. It was so good. It was the best burrito. I ate it for like four days straight. It was the best burrito I've ever had in my life. So the gear there is, I mean, I won't go into all that because that's boring for some people, but they have like a lot of famous artists, personally own gear and stuff there. It's almost spooky to even touch it, but I don't know. There's just a different kind of energy. Name drop someone. I'm not going to name drop them. They have Paul McCartney's <laughs> there <we> go. Uh, <laughs> his skeleton from when he died and then the Beatles replaced him. Just sitting. They that's like, right. That's right. I forgot about that. McCartney's dead. They replaced him and cloned him. Stay woke out there. Oh, I know. <laughs> I thought I thought that was common knowledge by now. I mean, goddamn, it's been like sixty years. 
Tupac was there, chilling. He's still alive. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, that's what we did. Yeah. Lennon. I, I heard he. I heard Lennon didn't even really get shot. He. That was another body double. The bullet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It exactly. grazed his brain and came oh, out his. Cool. Yeah. Thing is that <laughs> something people wrote down in front of you. Okay. Well, put that put to bed. Let's put it to bed. <laughs> I don't fuck with it. the Beatles, so I don't know. <laughs> no. Why not? Aren't they the goats? Yeah, not my arts. Ryan's goat is actually. Uh, uh, I thought you said you. I fucking hate ACDC. Ryan's top three bands are ACDC, Led Zeppelin, and the Beatles. <laughs> I don't listen to. Anyone. I don't fucking hate anybody, but I don't choose to listen to music. He hates ever. ACDC. And I never would. And so do I. It's really just old. Oh, well. Oh, interesting. Uh, is it bad or is it just overplayed? Both. Both. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, won't, I won't antagonize anybody. Never mind. Moving forward. I don't want to become an enemy. We hate all the music that you also hate. Unless you like that music, then we also like it. Including the music huh? that is our music that we make. I'm pandering to the audience. Will you let me pandering? No, because I'm lost. All right. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, sorry. Get well, back. now that just made me think of that made me think of another question because this is has kind of been a hot topic, not as much anymore. But Greta Van Fleet, are you in the camp thinking that they're just Zeppelin ripoffs, or are you like, oh no, they're doing their own thing? I think at first they kind of were, but their sound kind of evolved, yeah. and I I don't think that's yeah. the case anymore. I think they're definitely they definitely have their own sound. I think yeah. the whole shtick of them saying like, oh, I don't even I didn't grow up listening to them or anything like that. I don't really know who they are. I think that's total fucking bullshit. But that doesn't mean they're trying yeah. to be copycats. I think they're great. Yeah. Um, they're very good at what they do. I saw them at ACL, but I was also violently throwing up. Not because <laughs> I was drunk, I was sick. Um, so they're great live, though. In between. Oh yeah. But when you saw them, yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw them. I saw them in Cincy, and they were incredible. But their new album's all right. I I would probably put it last place though with all the stuff they put out so far have y'all heard it i listened to a little bit of it and then i listened to anthony fantano because i'm a sheep and i like when people <laughs> i like when people tell me what to uh think um and yeah. uh yeah i'm a little sheep and uh yeah and then and then i like i got it but i don't know i like them a lot i think their drummer's yeah. good so i listen to their tracks for their drummer because yeah i try steal a lot of his bills shamelessly yeah <laughs> no yeah danny wagner i think his name is he's yeah he's a beast but um so let's talk about birds and the bees your new uh, your newest single um first off uh that's the first song i heard by you guys and that's what got me hooked because it was something so different and then you know went back listened to everything else um what was the uh was there a certain story behind that, or was it kind of just one of those, like you were talking about earlier, it just comes to you? And You wrote the words for that one. Well, um, how do I not single people out? Um, you don't. You just don't do yeah, it. Yeah, I know. 
Um, so certain things in my life happened where um, there was a girl, as there always is. Um, and it was one of those things where it was like um, she uh, never wanted me when she was sober was kind of the vibe of it. And so, um, you know, and it was, it was partially that. And then it kind of led to some other experiences and like past reflections on life and all that stuff. And so it was kind of like, you know, I've been thinking about, you know, you, me, the birds and the bees and, you know, which is sex, Segs. kids. I don't Segs. know if you're aware of that, but Segs. you, me <laughs> and how we was fucking and, um, and how we're not anymore. Cause you don't like me. Um, and then, you know, it's like, do I believe all the things you said to me? And then it was like, you're a coding daydream um, because it was like, you're, you know, someone I think about, but like, you also get fucked up. It was kind of the vibe of it. Um, and then. Simple, super sad song over super happy sounding music. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then he, and then I wrote a shitty little fucking riff that he made 90 times better. Um, I only did that because I couldn't <laughs> play it the way he wrote it. It was unplayable. I don't know how the fuck he wrote it. So I had to rewrite it. All out of obligation. Oh. And then he sang it really well. And then... Um, uh, fuck yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, <laughs> hell yeah. I mean, that, that, that's about all you need to know, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um... But what do you feel about the uh, reaction, like the fan reaction? The you like the amount of streams it got? You like the feedback you got? It got like a hundred in two days. Yeah, it got it, yeah, yeah. It's almost at a million, and it's been out for like forty days, which is pretty fucking cool. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the thing that like was really awesome is before it was released, people were screaming it at us. Which yeah. was sick. That was strange. So that was a very strange experience. Like, like on release night when it came out. And it came out at midnight. So it's not like people were listening to it because they were at the show. Um, They were all... We ended with that song and they were all screaming it. Yeah. And it was very like, oh, this is a fucking cool moment. So, yeah. We promoted the fucking shit out of that we, song. Too, we, did. So, we did. Yeah, we've had clips of that song up for... Ever. Yeah. 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 And then we're going to promo the shit out of everything. So we were expecting some positive feedback, but not like what we got. Yeah. At least I speak for myself. It flopped. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We it's were made way more. <laughs> sucks. We suck. It's, it, it's about to pop <laughs> off, though. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Out of the hood with birds and the bees. Dude, if you just, if you just, dude, if you just post it on your story one time, please, bro, please. <laughs> now for so uh, <laughs> I we we kind of touched on this earlier, but uh, if you guys would if you guys could put your guys's sound, not I guess you could call it into a genre, but if there you could describe your guys's sound as it is right now, what would it be? Western or if there's a genre that you'd put into. Definitely Western, Western Space Grunge, yeah. which doesn't really like it's kind of cheating because it's a genre that we've made up, um, yeah. you know, uh, but that's yeah, how they I, all got started, though. Yeah. And I think really like the y'all I don't know if you know, like the alternative movement has been gaining a lot of steam 
And then yeah. I think it's kind of just a subset of mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, because a lot of people are like, oh, the alternative is like you, you know, you still listen to all the like country songs, but you, you know, dress a certain way or this. And this. I think us is like, hey, like you can be country and like listen to rock. grunge and rock. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of our songs still kind of tell stories like country songs or they give you the same feeling of like not fitting in or like outlaw or stuff like that. Um, but I think the direction we're moving in now is more of like, I mean, if, if we weren't allowed to use Western space grunge, I would say it's just kind of indie alternative with, yeah. you know, a little bit of country roots in them because we used to listen to that so much. I think, um, a subgenre to like Mongolian throat music. If you've heard yeah. of that could be a, no. <laughs> Oh yeah, it is. Have you ever have you heard of that? I don't want to hear that. All right, (laughs) everyone, go tag Ryan in all of the Mongolian throat music that you see. At I don't uh, know. I don't even know what it is. I don't have a (laughs) But um, so so um, (laughs) what I guess. I heard you guys just got back from a writing session, right? We're at it right now. Yeah. Oh, you're currently at it now. Great. Yeah. So, uh, are you? What do you guys have coming up the pipe? Anything interesting you could talk about? Or are you keeping it close to the chest? Or uh, we don't really keep anything close to the chest. But we're mm-hmm. in the lab. Yeah, we're in the lab for sure. We have some new tunes for sure. It's kind of what this was partial writing, but also partial polishing. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of times we when you we write a new tune or something you can catch it at our live shows. Yeah, on tour we wrote one and played it two days after we wrote it at a show. Sad and, Carolina and embarrassing. Oh, I forgot about embarrassing. Yeah, this recent tour we did the yeah, same shit. Yeah, we yeah. did the exact same thing. Um, we have songs coming out. I don't know what I'm allowed to say. So yeah, stay tuned. Um, music will be stay coming tuned. in October. I can tell you that music will be coming in October and in November. Can I ask our manager? Um, <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> oh, he's there, isn't he? <laughs> Chris, text me. Yes. Chris, <laughs> text yes or no. What do we want to text you? Text Chris, him. just unmute. <laughs> 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 well, I guarantee you he walked away from his computer. Oh, uh, I don't think so. Uh, I'm here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can we say <laughs> certain things? What are we? Are they concrete? <laughs> All right, the silence is enough. Uh, cool, <laughs> got it. So music on. coming, music coming, fall of twenty twenty three. There you go. Yeah, woo. That's fall a... of twenty twenty three. There we go. <laughs> Definitely, that wasn't our manager that just said that. <laughs> that was <I'm>... gold. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Oh lord. Um. Uh, well, guys. Uh. Thanks for hopping on. For real. This was fun as fuck. I did not expect this. <laughs> this was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um. Well, before you go, uh, Fox, if you have any more, uh, give me some plugs on where to find you guys. Um. Yeah. Personal band. Anything. What I was built for. All right. Hey, kids. Listen. <laughs> listen to me. All right. <laughs> The fucking guy. Get to it. Um, get to it. Have you ever seen the, when The Rock cuts a promo in WWE? Don't. You don't gotta, do that. You gotta Anyways, guys, if up. you wanted to. No. <laughs>
Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, if you want to come see the four of us fucking idiots uh, play music for a living, uh, you can find us at at the underscore Moonrocks uh, on Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, um, Google Drive, LinkedIn, MySpace, uh, <laughs> uh, Club. <laughs> no, that closed actually. Webkins, anywhere you want to find us, TikTok, um, X Hamster. Yeah, click the link in our bio. Okay. You can find all our dates. We're about to do the West Coast and the Northeast <laughs> with some Texas dates in between there. Go stream our songs or don't. Please, uh, please. Pretty please. Dude. I'll get on my knees. Um, there is a video of me barking on the internet for views. So that has been a real thing. Um, mm. But yeah, I think that's all the plug. I have a question. I have one question for you, Sam. Yes. Who who would win in a fight, uh, an adult grizzly bear or an adult silverback gorilla? Come on, dude. This is big. Dude, Can I'm take- always team gorilla. <laughs> Let's go. It has opposable thumbs. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's all I need yeah. to know. That's yeah. why we're here, man. Uh, Ty, you got anything back there? Dude. He's great. I actually have one more question. I'm so sorry. All right. Wait, Ty, I got Go ahead. Here. It's not Todd. Let me know. Dexter Marks the best man in the world. That is not Todd. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Like a Christopher Walken impersonation. No way. <laughs> We're sorry about that. Anyway, I have a question. Would you consider yes. if someone went to was if if you were at someone's house? And they went to their freezer. Okay, they opened their We're freezer. We're not doing this. Dude. <laughs> Kill it. Cancel their, it. They Turn reached off. into Delete their freezer. It. And they pulled out. This is where I leave. They pulled out a frozen <laughs> chicken taquito. And then they ate the frozen chicken taquito. They didn't heat it up. They just hot right there. What would you think about in that moment? Uh, I would, at first, I'd be kind of shocked, a little disturbed. But then I'd, I think I'd get over it pretty quick. All right, that's fair. That, that's fair. Yeah, that's bet. Honestly, that's better than I could have hoped for. I appreciate. I've been getting. <laughs> He's the guy that he was talking about. You're so good. Try frozen taquitos. Do it. Let's all leave. Right. All- anyway, that's. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you guys stick around for a second after I uh, sign off here. Make sure everything's good to go. But Bye. um. Yep. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is uh, Sam uh, Dexter in the Moon Rocks uh, for Rowdy Alternative. Y'all have a good one. Bye.